What is up my AKA Patters? Welcome to episode 551 of AKA Pads, the Film Buff Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for hanging out. We're talking movies. Welcome to the show. We're talking movies. We're talking superheroes. But more importantly, we're talking, uh, you know, like we, we can call this. It's, it's a modern day phenom. The phenom of the end credit. And I really do feel like we're burned out with end credit sequences at this point because they really don't have any good payoffs. They really don't lead to anything. There was a time where the end credits meant something, and that was during the birth and the like run that the Marvel Cinematic Universe had. During those initial 10 years of the MCU, the, the end credits, the mid-credits, uh, all the credits meant more and more per movie. Until they just meant nothing. But you get some... You, you, you get some diamonds in the rough. You get some... Just some chances. Just, you know, like a little bit of a shot in the dark. A little bit of a, a big swing. And that's what the Black Adam end credit sequence is. And, and it's really what I call the last great end credit. And you guys all know how this is going to turn out. The end credit teases something that was in the books. But it also is not so we will not get what this end credit sequence teases which is black adam Dwayne the rock johnson versus superman henry cavill and a lot of the black adam superman matchup was a part of the initial pitch by the rock you can go to my website site akapad.com and you can see some of the show notes connected to the the black adam podcast that, that we did one episode ago and i feature some of the boss logic concept artwork that Dwayne the rock johnson commissioned and it's big it's big to get someone like boss logic involved on your project because he's he's an internet celebrity people really do seem to love his ideas they love his execution they love his work ethic and to get someone like that on board with a $200 million plus movie, it's it's significant. It's significant for the people out there who are trying to build a name for themselves online. Yes, it can lead to bigger and better things. It can lead to a lot. Why the heck not, right? Like, just, just keep going. But this end credit sequence, it really is. It's, it's, it's a little bit depressing uh, just gearing up to talk to you about it because we've seen... Uh, you know, like the almost like the pinnacle of the end credit sequence, which was Thanos at the end of the Avengers, and it it was exciting seeing like Thor teasing credit sequences, and even uh, little like cameos by Hawkeye within Thor. I believe it was Thor: The Dark World, or it might have been the first Thor. Right, right, it had to have been the first Thor. And movies now, they, they just utilize the end credit sequence, uh, you know, like more or less just as like a like a thank you, a nod. Uh, at one time, I remember one of the, the Toy Stories had um, nothing but outtakes in one of their end credit sequences, and people just loved it. Or, you know, something like Something About Mary, where uh, they're, they're singing that song, and, and everyone's kind of like lip-singing to it, like the entire cast members, and, and it just keeps you in your seat longer, makes you feel a little bit more satisfied. But what happens when you're not quite doing that? You're literally creating end credit sequences to bleed into other movies. Uh, it really is. It's it's a dead idea. It's a dead genre. Uh, a dead gimmick, if you want to call it that. 
But it's sad. It's sad when we consider uh, everything that... It's, it's almost as if, like... I'm just trying to get some of my words. But we know if the Black Adam went against Superman in Black Adam 2, or even the Man of Steel... It and and we and it's is black. It's the rocks black Adam. It, the movie would be huge. The movie would not need any advertising. The movie would just need a release date, and all systems are go. And that's where it's a little bit depressing because along the way, you know, like you always say as a fan, you know, I wish people that were passionate about some of these superheroes, people that knew the source material, people that knew this, people that knew that. I wish these are the people that would make the movies. I don't know wh- how this went over so many people's heads, but The Rock is that with Black Adam. The, the amount of time, the amount of passion he put into this movie, it's insane. It really is. And it's its a cut above the rest. It's everything a comic fan would want their, uh, you know, star actor or, like, you know, like he's almost like a showrunner at this point. It's everything any comic fan would want, but for whatever reason, it wasn't enough. It went over people's heads, and they just cried. They howled at the moon that it was, quote-unquote, uh, corporate comics or the rock is too mainstream and he, it's just like a money grab and you get all of these ideas but we're we do forget it's a film business every single film is a money grab period like spoiler alert there like it's hard to, to disappoint you and we we know along the way that we, you know like what these actors because of the trades and the internet and even something like wikipedia that's so intricately sometimes uh documents these processes uh you know like a lot goes back to the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd and if you go if you read that making of book I mean it was it was arduous uh that first 89 Batman crazy long took 10 plus years for Michael Keaton to suit up as the Dark Knight and Tim Burton to to direct it into comic book glory but that's not the case with this and we have Maybe the biggest actor in the world portraying a crazy supervillain that wants to go toe-to-toe with like the equal counterpart of that universe, character-wise. And I believe it takes amazing foresight for The Rock Dwayne Johnson to know what people wanted, what they would have been anticipating. And maybe, you know, like he was playing the long game of not really putting Superman in black adam not that he had the final say but the idea that he got henry cavill like this far and it was the you know again perception we got cavill back cavill is going to be uh, continuing all of it you know like this big idea it fascinated people and it ignited the imaginations and there is no one on planet earth that can tell me that black adam versus superman would not have saved the dc cinematic universe i would not have ignited uh fandom that it would even dividing dividing it uh at at some points but it would have continued the DC Cinematic Universe, while, like, and, and let's not forget, I said this on the last episode, Black Adam introduces a wealth of new characters, new concepts, and new ideas into these movies. And at this point, 
we had a fully functioning suicide squad, a fully functioning Justice League, a justice society. We had the masters of evil getting built. Think about these things. We had the trinity of DC, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman going. We would have had Lex Luthor, Black Adam, and Deathstroke in the masters of evil. And this is what we gave up. This is, this is, I'm, it's just it just upsets me, you know. And and I think the Black Adam end credit sequence was bigger than than what James Gunn announced for the for his version of the DC universe. Think about that. Let that stew stew in your little gray matter there a little bit. But no, uh, I I don't think any movie is going to have an end credit sequence as big as this. I really don't. I do feel like this is the last one, and and let it be something that we will never see. But the possibilities were there, the contracts were signed, the momentum was there, and you know, speaking of, because it always, it, somehow it comes up, and I don't know why. But the the overall money of Black Adam, Black Adam budget, uh, you know, Wikipedia saying one ninety to sixty milli, box office it's roughly saying four hundred million. Yeah, I mean that's a uh, that's a good profit, not the best, but uh, it, you know when we go back to the early Marvel Cinematic Universe, it took a while before we got some of those billion dollar Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, right? We we have to take all of that into consideration. Black Adam with Superman, Man of Steel two, between them two matching up, Henry Cavill back in the role. I don't know. I think it would have been the biggest thing. I think it would have been the biggest Superman movie in, like, maybe forever. Maybe for the next 20, 30 years. All right, AKA Powders. Next up, 552. We have Air, directed by a Marvel or a DC Extended Universe reference, Ben Affleck. Directed by Batman. The Dark Knight himself is directing a movie about the Air Jordans. What are we doing? 